0: So, if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay. Well, listen here.
1: Hello, I'm Miss H, and today Mr. O and I will be discussing the season finale of season two Love During Lockup. On this episode, Justine gets an apology from Michael. Mark has his 30th birthday and locks it down with his new prison bay. Ty goes to the cemetery to manifest a man. Jessica gets news that Justin may get time added to a sentence, Melissa and Louie's mom clash over where he will live, and Chelsea finally gets to meet Mikey in prison. If you like what you hear, please give us a rating, and if you watch 90 Day Fiancé, check out our other podcast channel, 90 Day Mk, Teachable Moments with Miss H and Mr. O. Thanks and enjoy. Hello, Miss H. Hello, Mr. O. How are things going with you? Things are good. Uh, I only have a couple more days until winter break. And I know you have a little bit longer, but it's tis the season.
0: Yes. Nine full, nine or eight now, eight eight full days for me until I'm done. Right. So there is a countdown involved. So it's close enough for that.
1: Yes, yes, definitely. So uh, it is almost the end of the year and it is the end of the season. So we know it's the end of the season because we get these like Almost abrupt endings in some of these cases.
0: <laughs> right. You get that stinger, the, uh, you know, the thing on the screen, like Poochie died on the way back to his home planet type thing. like just oh, out God. of nowhere. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's talk about one of the abrupt endings we got. So Jessica and Dustin. So the Je- movers are scheduled to come in a couple of days to pack up things for Jessica. There are still a lot of unknowns as Jessica doesn't know for sure if Dustin will actually be getting out. Jessica thinks that taking a risk is better than having things fall apart. Bailey, her daughter, is helping her mom pack up, even though she's going to be staying behind. Jessica then gets a call from Desiree, Dustin's sister, who has bad news that Dustin might get more time added to his sentence because of things Dustin has done. This makes Jessica cry because she feels helpless. Jessica can't believe this is happening, and Bailey immediately asks if, you know, she's going to move. Jessica's nervous, uh that about moving out there and being by herself for years until just until Dustin gets out. Jessica still wants to move just in case it's not as long as they all think it's going to be because she doesn't want to lose the house. She put an offer on Jessica is sobbing in the car by herself when Bailey comes back and gives her a hug. It's just not what Jessica had planned and everything seems to be going wrong. She didn't think she was going to be starting again somewhere by herself. But we see in the title card that Jessica ends up moving to Tennessee. Uh, She got some more Dustin tattoos while he is still in the box. All right. So do you think that Dustin's getting out? And was this really the smart move? Like, I'm kind of surprised that Jessica was like all in, doubling down, getting more tattoos like she's moving out there.
0: I don't see that he's getting out anytime soon. Like, right. And they didn't say it in this episode, but my my guess, my assumption was that he's still using heavily in prison and he keeps getting caught with drugs. And that's why they keep adding sentences, on, right?
1: Yeah, they, they definitely gave that impression because what else is he getting in trouble for?
0: Right, exactly. That they're, That's enough trouble that they're adding on to the sentence. And it's yeah. like, well, yeah, if you were in jail for drugs and they catch you with more drugs, like that's just more of the same sentence. Right. But yeah. And so, yeah, and I don't. I get that it was, the timing of when she found this out was just horrible. She had already, right. you know, already burned her lease, already made an offer on a house, right? And, and so it was like, that. that's it. Like, I, I'm kind of stuck doing this. Mm-hmm. But the tattoos.
1: <laughs> She's really doubling down. She's getting more Dustin tattoos. It's like.
0: Yeah. I was like, the giant one on your vagina wasn't good enough. You have oh, more right?
1: equipment. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. It's like, why do you need to get more? More of the same. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I mean,
0: to be to be to be fair, I've known very very few people that like stop at one tattoo, right?
1: Yeah, I guess it's just weird that this is like I, I'm pretty sure it's one of her first tattoos. She's not covered in tattoos by any means,
0: right? No, no, and it's it's I don't know, and and uh, that to me that's always been the red flag tattoo. It's like never anybody's name. Don't get a name. Right.
1: Like that's yeah. a bad idea yeah
0: and so she did to, to jump in hard with like that and it's also boring. I don't so it's, it's like I that's one thing I didn't get as, as 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 a we've said this before neither of us have tattoos we're not tattoo people mm-hmm. but like the um like I, I'm always a little confused like well I got this tattoo to remember it's like because you're gonna forget him like I don't understand. You're going to forget Dustin? So you're like, oh, yeah. Like when you, when you go to the bathroom, you go,
1: oh, yeah, that guy. Right, Dustin. Yeah,
0: I forgot about him.
1: Oh, my gosh. The other thing that I find, like, I would think as someone were not tattoo people, I would think would be really annoying about getting someone's name is that even if it's like, let's say, a family member or whatever, you're constantly going to get asked who that person is.
0: Oh, yeah, true.
1: Other people won't let you forget who that person is. Yeah,
0: it's one of those things that I I have forgotten about. At one point, I was like, you know, when you're like a teenager or whatever, I was like, I'm going to dye my hair. I'm going to be that guy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to dye my hair. It was awful. Like, it was Mm -hmm. fine. I looked fine. But it was like, just everybody looked at me and asked me about my hair. And I was like, this sucks. Why? This this is awful. I want my (laughs) hair to go. I'm not doing this again. Just because it's too much attention. Like, I even didn't like enough attention when I like wore a shirt when I was in high school that had like like a, a silly writing on it everybody kept stopping to read it and i was like this is awful everyone's staring at my chest being a woman must suck
1: <laughs> yeah that's like uh when we were running that ragnar and then we uh-huh. forget that our van was decorating i was like why is everyone staring at us <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh right because we're driving down the freeway with all these ridiculous like memes taped to our van <laughs> right exactly <laughs>
0: Yes, exactly the same thing. Because you forget. That's one of those things you forget. You You forget forget you have someone random's name visible to everyone all the time that's not Even
1: though you're supposed to never forget.
0: Yeah, even though you're supposed (laughs) to never forget. But I I mean, I want to say I feel bad for her, but I don't know that I do. Like, this is definitely the choice you made.
1: Yeah, I mean – I feel bad that she's suffering but it's difficult for me just in general to feel sorry for people that are in a situation of their own making or choosing
0: well, you know and it, and it wasn't like a little one it wasn't like
1: right it was a series of decisions
0: that were advised against
1: right and this wasn't like a mistake like oh I made a mistake and now I'm like living this terrible life it's like no there's a series of very conscious, choices being made here
0: right it wasn't like wow i jaywalked that one time and got hit by a car and now i have these right. huge medical bills or whatever that's off. i do feel bad for somebody like that you made oh, a momentary sure. lapse a momentary mistake she's like are you sh-? everybody's like are you sure you want to do that i wouldn't do that and she's like mm-hmm. yep i'm absolutely doing this and they're like well, it sounds like a bad idea and she's like i am moving forward
1: well <laughs> like, yeah and on top of that it's like well this decision comes with this terrible thing okay Yes. You know, because sometimes they're like, you know, when you make a decision, it's kind of like the unforeseen unintended consequences that you're having to live with. But it's like these are all very foreseen, preventable things. All
0: things that like the per- people in their first conversation about hearing about it are like, well, mm-hmm. well, have you thought about this? It's like those things happen. Well, what if he doesn't get out on time? What Mm. if he has a drug problem? What if like all of these things are like,
1: yeah, what's your daughter going to do? Yeah. Going to feel abandoned. It's like, meh. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. All right. So speaking of people who are just plowing forward, doing their thing, let's talk about Mark. So Mark is turning 30, which means he's having a big party at like, I guess, an Italian restaurant where we start off by there's like an ice sculpture that they pour the vodka through so he can do the shot from the ice sculpture. Um, so, that's the kind of life Mark lives. He says he's, you know. <laughs> things are going good with Lexi, which is Alexius, who he who is now officially agreed to be his girlfriend. Wow. Um, he calls her from the party and we hear about how there's five months before she gets out. So, better than censor, So, he thinks that this magical connection is totally going to be worth it. So, she asks him where he's going to take her when she gets out and then he makes – Some jokes about like how her P.O. is the actual – the one she should be asking because it's all (laughs) up to him and blah, blah, blah. So, he's hoping that she will be able to be there for his 31st. So, his mom is at the party too and she starts off by not so subtly hinting about how there's all these like nice cute girls that actually are talking to you at the party. So, maybe you should set your sights on one of them instead of of random prisoners that live 2,000 miles away. She just keeps telling him he's making life more complicated than it has to be. But he seems to really like the idea of like being there to turn it all around for somebody. Um, Mm -hmm. And he doesn't really like that she keeps questioning his decisions. Though then things are awkward and weird because of course they are. When the birthday cake comes out and they're like, make a wish. And he's like... I don't have to. I already have my wish. Lexi is coming to meet me. It's like, this is so weird and put on. It was very, I felt bad for everyone there, um, except for him. Then we see the videogram that Lexi sent him for his birthday, which is just boringly normal. And in the end credits, we hear that he's traveling the world. And we see pictures of him surfing while waiting for Lexi to get out which is probably going to be February of 2023. So how long do you give Lexi to uh, grow tired of his nonsense after she gets out?
1: Well, that's a very good question. I think it depends on how dependent she is on him, like whether or not financially, is she getting paroled to his place? Does she have anyone else available to be there? Is he funding like her life and her lifestyle? I think that if she is – Financially and otherwise, uh, you know, not dependent on him. I think she's gone in like a month, if that. But if she's like financially dependent on him, I think it it'll take a little bit longer for her to kind of like, you know, get her, uh, you know, bearings and get on her feet enough to be able to be in a position to leave this dude.
0: Yeah, I mean, either she's gonna nope out like immediately, just be like, yep. Yeah. Or it's going to figure it out or it's going to be a Stan and Lisa situation Mm -hmm. where it's like, hmm, this gross guy, I have to continue to take his money until I can figure out how to do something else to get money. So I will stay with this old gross guy. I mean, Mark's not old, but I will stay with this, you know, gross pervert until like I can figure out a way out. But I'll string him along until then. I don't think I just I can't see how she has any like honest intentions with him, you know?
1: Right. Yeah. I mean he's arguably okay looking. I can see how you know maybe he's someone's type, but yeah, yeah like, I guess so. just talk to him. you're just like, no, no, not this guy, but then also it's like, does he target these uh women with very weird names because I feel like maybe there's like a profile in itself there, right <laughs> the type of person Alexius like a l l E-X-I-O-U-S, like anxious, but with an Alex in front of it. It's like, what name is this?
0: Yeah, that doesn't and sound Sincere, like. And
1: Cincere. They're just, it's not to say that they're terrible names. It's just two very odd names. It's like, how are you, you're just dating these women that have like yeah. very, very unique names. Seems like
0: an odd, an odd combination to pick. Like, no, yeah, right. just a, an unlikely back-to-back weird names. Right. It did
1: make me kind of feel like, did he make up these names like as a stage name for the show? Because I could also see him doing that because he's like that weird.
0: I'm positive that people take on like stage names. I'll be on the show, but I don't want to use your real name. Boston. Right. That's
1: not Right. Right. Well, but the difference between Boston and these women is these women, we haven't seen their faces, really. We saw, like, some generic mug shots and, like, maybe one real world picture. So it's like Mm -hmm. they could very much hide behind this persona and then, like, get out and just go by their real name.
0: Yeah. Well, that's – I don't want to say let's hope they are, but it's just like, I don't know. He's just – <laughs> it, it, we just have a, again where his mom's so sick because like and she's right like the girls were like talking to him at the business party and they were like cute. Like, and he's just like, I don't understand what you're like.
1: Okay, but parents suggesting things like that. My parents used to do stuff like that to me all the time. It's like they would meet, you know, my friends or my sister's friends or my brother-in-law's friends. And they'd be immediately like, oh, this seems like a pseudo. And you'd be like, no, that person's a hoe bag. I want nothing to do with them. And they're like, but they're single. It's like, no, no, no. This is not the only criteria here. So I feel like parents suggesting partners is not always the best thing. And. Also, who's to say he has a chance with any of those women anyway?
0: But that may be true. Like, yeah, it could be like he could, could have been like, "Mom, I tried to hit that for like two years, and it just right. didn't happen."
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I kind of envisioned because parents just like are clueless when it comes to like the other aspects of like they're looking more like, "Oh, on paper, it seems like this would be a good partner."
0: Yeah, and I think I think the mom's larger point was like. I feel like I saw that conversation and I mm-hmm. feel like if you can have that conversation with that woman, mm-hmm. you can do better than the prisoners. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> like, I, I've seen proof that real life talking does not like just make women vomit all over their shoes. So I right. feel like you can do better than like, going after the prisoners, if not specifically that woman, you know?
1: Yeah. Did you notice that they changed his uh, profession like under his title from remember the beginning this season he was software engineer now Uh he's entrepreneur i was like thank god yes giving software engineers a bad name
0: well in my head entrepreneur always has a bad name oh
1: yeah which i'm like fine you go ahead and sully up the entrepreneur title
0: it's it's there's a lot to go to sully entrepreneur because i always thought that's like people who are like "Mm, i don't want to get a real job but I feel like making a lot of money and I have a bunch of plans that I'll never execute.
1: Well, that's exactly Mark. You yeah. know, that like fits his, like what I think of when I think of like entrepreneur. I think of like a hustler, but almost like in a like a semi like, oh, it might be semi shady way.
0: Yeah. But I also I just think of in a lazy way is but my, my mm. entrepreneur to me always conjures up lazy people who are like. <laughs> Always have ideas that they start but never actually finish. Because if you finished it, then you would say, I'm in this business that you're in, right? right. And you're not an
1: entrepreneur anymore. Sure, <laughs> right. sure, yes. I was going to say that, like, none of these things are untrue of Mark. Like, is he really going to double his 11-person house
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely not. Or his
1: 11-bedroom <laughs> house. like it's No, like, that thing eh.
0: will be built. That, that's going to be for years, people driving by. Are they ever going to finish that thing? Yeah.
1: Right, definitely. right. Or he's going to have like a bunch of – what was that dumb guy from last season? Uh, the one that – oh, man, Josh and – where he wanted to stack the trailers. <laughs> was, <laughs> chance, <laughs> chance, chance. Chance. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to stack the con- the shipping containers. It's yeah. like –
0: and make God a second I house could. in his backyard. Yeah, exactly. Right,
1: right. I could see Mark <laughs> trying to pull something like that off. Um, Yeah, all right. Uh, right. Let's move on to uh Ty and Hottie, which is really Ty at this point. Uh, Ty is at the cemetery, hand in hand with her friend, saying a prayer to help lead her in the right direction and find a husband while it's raining. She puts out a few stones for help, and sticks some candles in the ground and lays out the baby clothes and a picture of an engagement ring to manifest, as she puts it. They have pictures of Bibi and of Marquise, and when she has the picture of Marquise out telling her friend who it is, it suddenly stops raining. And then he happens to call, and they see a rainbow. Ty takes all of those things as signs from her spirit guide. She thinks that if the past has taught her anything, though, she still needs to have options. She says that until she gets that love, she's going to just play the game. As she drives away from the cemetery, she gets a call from Papa. We find out that Ty isn't accepting any of Hottie's calls... And that she continues to talk to multiple inmates, but is also now dating a man outside of prison. So, so far, we've got Bibi Marquise, who's uh-huh. apparently her spiritual soulmate. Uh, we've got this new dude, Papa, and the outside guy. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but this is new-ish. I wish they would have elaborated a little bit further. Who is this outside guy?
0: I don't know, but I was very concerned about what was going to happen right before they cut the cameras.
1: Oh, gosh. He
0: comes in and she, like, pushes him down on the bed and starts, like, kneeling down. It's like, oh, no. And then the camera's cut out. (laughs) It's like, like, why are you doing this on camera, Ty? Stop.
1: Yeah, well, that doesn't surprise me at all. It doesn't surprise me at (laughs) all Given what a classy lady Ty has proven to be. Through this season. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, I just... I wish they would have elaborated more. I mean, last season that we saw her on, they did have her on a date with someone on the outside. But it's just like... I feel like this was such a waste of a season, right? Like, Mm -hmm. her story didn't progress. We knew she was stringing multiple dudes along, and it's the end of the season, and she's no closer to being married. She's still stringing multiple dudes along. It's like, all right, I feel like I've just wasted this season watching your story.
0: Yeah, I feel like you're right. At the end of the day, nothing. We're back to less than square one. Like, we're not even where we started, right? Right. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't understand. I, I need. I need to know her obsession with graveyards. And I just. I feel like she shouldn't be a mortician. Like I feel if like she's obsessed
1: with the graveyards. You're so
0: obsessed with graveyards and death. I feel like this is a weird, kinky thing, and you need to not be a mortician. You know, uh, like yeah. It, it, she, she literally associates, and maybe not with you know sex specifically, but she's so, she's like, I need to find a relationship. I got to go to the graveyard. It's like, why are we associating your dating life with the graveyard <laughs> so hard? So adamantly, this is this is unusual. Yeah. Um, all right. So my my uh, my conspiracy this theory this time was it wasn't raining.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I,
0: I, I think I feel like that was all like production tricks. I think they had like a hose that they were like putting up oh, the gosh. <laughs> because it was like super sunny. Like there was like shadows yeah. on everyone's faces and it was like. Not just because, ah. yes, it does that every once in a while. You get like a short little shower that's like a thing. But it was coming down really hard for a long time in the bright sun. Well, I was going to say,
1: where were they? Because if it rains in the summertime in California, it looks like that. But I'm um, not saying they're in California. is she?
0: Where, I know she's not in California. Where is she?
1: Georgia or something, I feel like.
0: It might be Georgia. And I, I think they get after, they might get the afternoon showers, but... Here, it does not look – if it's raining that hard, (laughs) it is dark. Like, it is dark outside if it's raining that hard, Um, as hard as it was raining. And on the East Coast, maybe. So, I don't know. But it also – especially because the way, like, it stopped, like, right on cue, it stopped. And I was like, yeah, Yeah. look at that. It stopped right on cue. Like, I think it was a rainy day anyway. Like, they didn't make up the rainbow. Mm -hmm. But but that was it. I don't know. It just – and then – Of all the – respect, all this stuff she does to the dead people, right? She's in the graveyard. She's praying to the dead people. Like she's talking to a friend and she sits on someone's gravestone (laughs) to talk to the friend. I'm like, what's wrong with this woman?
1: Yeah, there's a lot. I I mean, I feel like part of it is that she just wants to be on TV. I don't know what her motivation is, but it's like – I don't know. It's like – I, it's hard for me to think of all of these as being like characteristics of a real person
0: yeah it just it you're right it does it does definitely have the flavor of what's the wildest weirdest thing I could do right now that would yeah. that would make TV more interesting let's go to the graveyard and pray for a baby
1: right right so I yeah I don't know if it's super believable and if it is then she is uh in interestingly odd character.
0: (laughs) Yes, that's true. That's true. All right. But uh, I mean, I think without Hadi, hopefully they don't bring her back. I hope she's not. I know she's not. not, We know she's not back next this coming up season, starting next week. Right, right. Where only one of the couples is coming back. Um, Let's talk about that couple. It was uh, Justine and Michael. So Justine is nervous because she's waiting on a call from Michael. And, you know, when things go bad, she assumes the worst. So, he's 20 hours, 24 hours away from getting released and she really just doesn't want him to do something dumb and blow the whole thing up. Of course, this is the first that they've talked since they fought over her getting the car checked out. So, when the phone rings, she is actually on the other side of the room and she like sprints across the room and like <laughs> dives over her bed to get, get, get the phone. So, when she does open it, when she does answer it, he apologizes for how he talked to her and she apologizes for snooping on him. So, it looks like that whole thing is blown over. They both talk about what they're looking forward to when he gets out, showers, kisses, and seeing the kids. They both want to work out a custody arrangement with all of Michael's baby mamas so that he can see his kids more often. But neither of them really know how that's going to work or if the, you know, the mothers of his children are even going to be able to be civil. But Michael Michael says, too bad. They're my kids. We're married. They have no choice. They're lower on the, of the totem pole is what he says. And that's just the way it is. So later on, Justine is talking to her three kids and they have a conversation about how things are going to change. So she asks them if they have any concerns and they really don't have anything solid except for they all kind of are prepared for it to be weird at first. So she drops kind of a bomb on them that her plans involve having kids with Michael so that she can have another daughter, which doesn't really sit light with her oldest daughter, Kylie, who kind of feels like she just told her she wanted to be replaced. But she's 17 and she's not used to sharing her mom time with a girl because the other kids are both boys. So she only has brothers. So Justine clarifies she's not replacing anybody actually. And they talk about her concerns. Um, so Kylie is concerned that Mike, Michael spent spending so much time in prison. He might know, not know how to act right um, when he gets out in the real world. So next day it's 5.30 in the morning and Justine has to wake up her son early because he's like in the bed with them and they have to get started with the day. So she calls Michael's mother and everything is just a whole flurry of nerves for everyone. So the plan is for Justine to go pick him up and she'll bring him around afterwards. So she pulls up, off she pulls off in the dark and is on her way. She says it's – you know, it's being excited to see him isn't just about like the – about the sex. It's also about all the other moments that the other couples take for granted. So she gets to the prison and in his, she traded cars and brought his souped up, what she says, six-figure BMW that has like the – tricked out doors instead of the car that he bought her and she's just wearing a cat suit and that she feels very powerful in so (laughs) then they start then the traditional waiting starts we always see that in this show like just standing outside the prison waiting is that them is that them i think you're coming because they can't be parked on the prison grounds, so they're just off the prison grounds and it's not too too long before she sees him and she starts walking to him. But we're going to have to wait until next season to see him because <laughs> that's when they're coming back. They are yeah. in the next season. All right. So um, I, I, I guess I don't know. Again, I, these crazy cars that he has are yeah. just off the charts. But, I mean, do you think that Kylie is right? Do you think he's going to have some of the same problems that people have trying to readjust and and act right, or as, as she said?
1: I'm sure. I think it all depends. Like, desperate people do desperate things, right? So if he comes out and he doesn't have a situation where he has access to as much money as he kind of thinks should fund his lifestyle, he's going to turn to other means of getting that money. money, And that's just like you know, how you fall back into old habits. And I mean, I think everyone has the best of intentions when they come out of prison. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be on the straight and narrow. I'm going to. But then it's like but then life is tough, you know, and it's like how easy it is to do things like um, to fall into things might make it more appealing uh, to do things for money. So I don't know. It really depends because they definitely, I mean, and just even look at what he's bought, Justine, like in the course of this season, it's like he is trying to really fund a certain kind of lifestyle and image for the both of them.
0: Right, which is not the kind of lifestyle you tend to get with jobs that ex-cons get, right? Right. That is, that is not the kind of thing that funds it. Like, Part of it is that. Yeah, part of the reason there is crime is because crime is less work for more money than honest work most of the time and if it wasn't then nobody would crime everyone would just get a a real job
1: right and it always is funny to me when it's like oh these are kind of like unknown like music artists or whatever and then like he has this idea that he's just going to you know jump right back into the rap scene and like make money and i'm not saying that that's not like, a thing, but I feel like that's also, like, an age-old story, like...
0: Oh, that people tell themselves, this is what's going to happen. Ra- yeah.
1: But even, like, rapper goes to prison, earns his street cred, like, comes out, like...
0: But they can't go to prison for that long. How old? He's too old. That's my thing. Like, um, how old is he?
1: I I think in uh 30, he's not super old old. He's not super young. He's just kind of in the middle there. Um, and yeah. I know what you're talking about because we've talked about this, I think, on uh, the 90 Day podcast about like right. when you have to break into music in order to really because you, you, we never hear of like 30 old rappers just like, you know, yeah new on the scene or something.
0: The up and coming 35 year old <laughs> right. rapper. Right. That, that's not a thing. Right. Like it's a young right. man's game. And not only is it a young man's game, but it's also like all right. Well, how long has he been in prison? Because when he was yeah. making the waves and making the moves back then, it's a whole new generation of people. Right, if he's been in prison right. for ten years. He doesn't have any connections to any of them. Does he even yeah. know what newer rap music sounds like? You know, like it. it you don't want to be coming out there. You know, I'm not saying it'd be that bad, but you're not going to throw up like that '80s like you know tone loke stuff and think you're going to make a career out of it, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, Um, so I don't know. It's – I think if he kind of gets out of like that idea where he's just going to be flashy all the time and that's – you know, I think that will
0: help. That's also like – that's also a rapper thing. Like we literally saw his his Montana Mills like whatever corporate like personal logo is literally just a Maserati um, emblem Mm -hmm. turned upside down. So like he's going for that look in for his street cred for his Ming is all about that that kind of I have money, look at my cars, look at my things. That's that's his that's his style of of presenting himself in his and his music career.
1: And I think that's why he picks someone like Justine is Justine certainly compliments that with her. She's curvy, she's wearing that cat suit and she's got like that big chain on.
0: The one that he said you better take to a jeweler because those are real diamonds. Yeah.
1: Right. So it's like she's also like helping maintain the image. So, you yeah. know.
0: Yeah. It just it, it. It doesn't jibe when you see like where they live, you know, and we've seen her house yeah. and her house is fine. It's but it's a middle class house. Right. Huh. Is this a normal ass house? An old, yeah. old normal ass house.
1: I'm confused by their home because it seems like her room is like in a lofted area. So mm-hmm. it's just like, uh... and then also I don't. I think
0: it's in the peak and like the, the very like top, the, almost like the attic.
1: Yeah, but still like that's like a lofted area, isn't it?
0: Uh, sometimes they're closed off. I've seen.
1: Well, no, but I mean by it's not like on a main floor. Like that's not on the second floor. You know, it's like on. a. It's
0: on the third floor. I, don't, I, don't, I thought right. there – I had thought there was a door or stairs or something that yes. lead to her room that she can close right. off with the door. Yes.
1: Sure, sure. But what I'm trying to say is like that's not on a main floor, you know, no, like – No, 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 no. It's all the way at the right. top of the house. An yes. add-on. Like that's not yes. intended like originally to be a bedroom necessarily.
0: Yeah. I, I had recently gone – I thought you were – yeah, I was confused because I had recently gone into a house where the master um, – or the owner's suite or whatever they call it now had like a side part, like where the sitting area was. Yeah. And that was like weirdly like lofted over the living room with no oh, yeah, door. No, no, and I was that's like, I that's a that. terrible idea. I don't want my mas- my bedroom to be open to the <laughs> living room. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: yeah. The other thing is she, they have a stripper pole up there. Uh, we got a shot of it when they were like uh, <laughs> she was leaping over to get to the phone. It was like, oh, yeah, okay, I mean, great. Yeah.
0: Just, most of it, part of that is he wants he' looking for that you know very expensive live in like mm-hmm. lifestyle and they live in like rural Pennsylvania like they live in Johnstown yeah. Pennsylvania like it's yeah. it just like I feel like you're trying to bring out like a new york l a lifestyle like or Miami those are the big places you think of that's you know people spending money not like where are you central Pennsylvania the yeah. place where all the big spenders go of course <laughs>
1: All right, Uh, let's move on to Chelsea and Mikey. So Chelsea has an appointment to visit Mikey. She has finally been approved after multiple attempts to get on the approved visitor list. She's very excited to see Mikey in person because she thinks she'll get a better sense of who he is after seeing him physically. She has her son with her, Trevor. Trevor has never had a father figure in his life, and Chelsea wants to take it a baby step at a time. When they get to the prison, Trevor's told that he is not on the approved visitor list, so he's not allowed to go in with Chelsea. Instead, the prison guard suggests he gets dropped off at a park down the street, which I was like, eh, because Trevor's like, I don't know, like seven or eight. Chelsea reminds us that Mikey has had two strokes and she's very worried about his health. Trevor tells us he wanted to meet Mikey, but he's happy for his mom that she's found someone who loves her and hopes that it works out. Three hours later, Chelsea comes out. They're both impressed with one another, and it seems to be love at first sight. Chelsea is super excited. She just learned that Mikey is hard of hearing and wears a hearing aid, and she's surprised he never mentioned it to her before. Chelsea loves his hair and his dimples and thinks he looks great considering he's had a stroke. They were able uh, to write using paper and markers that he brought to the visit, and it looks like Mikey might be getting out around Christmas, which, according to this timeline, is in a few months. Chelsea thought Mike was super sweet, and she's very happy. She's excited to share her visit with Trevor. Trevor doesn't seem to be worried about Mikey anymore. Chelsea treats Trevor to a drive-in movie where he asks if Mikey is going to be his new dad. Chelsea says she doesn't know, but she'll always be there for him. We find out on a title card that Mikey is pursuing his case uh, about not getting medical attention over his stroke. And he is expected to get out January 2023, which is a month from now. So maybe we'll see him on a future uh, love after lockup season. Mm -hmm. It's possible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't know. I I had mixed feelings about it. But Trevor asking, is this my new dad? What did you think of that?
0: That seemed like that seemed like he was put up for it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) you think so?
0: Yeah, I do. I don't think I mean, at least he
1: was young enough where it could have been a genuine question because he's young ish and he's never had a father figure in his life.
0: Yeah, but it's also I don't know. I guess if he's never had a father figure, that's the, I guess that that may be a little bit different because I'm I'm thinking of mm-hmm. my kids and you know, because I'm divorced and at no point could I imagine like you know getting with the, having a new partner and having them, yeah, be like oh, because this is my new dad's like why would you need a new mom? You have a mom. She's right. like right over there. Like well, yeah. that's weird. And if she had a new partner, it wouldn't be like is this our new dad? You'd be like no because <laughs> you're you have a dad like that. You already have one. Um, yeah. So it, it's I don't know, but. Especially because the way she just like didn't even know how to answer it. And it was like, right. I don't know, maybe she seems that way into him mm-hmm. um, that that he says this seems like this could be something that's serious. But like that would be super awkward to ask that, like after every date, like you met a man. Is this going to be my new dad? And was like, that's a lot <laughs> of pressure, dude. Like, seriously.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But at the same time, it doesn't seem like she's dated anyone really decent. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, the way her dad talks about it, like she just dated a bunch of like losers and abusers, you know.
0: Yeah, and I don't know how many of them he's met. Hopefully, if they're users and abusers, not many, right? right, right. But I thought that was very forward of her to bring him along this yeah. time, right? Like, yeah, to be like, because you don't know, you like. If you're nervous about it, you're like, maybe this guy's a completely different person and uh, he could get in prison. He's like, I'm going to see him in person. It's going to be totally different, totally weird. I'm not going to like him. He's going to be extra mean or something like that. But yeah, it's like, yeah. And to be like, well, I'm going to just bring my son into that without having like pre-screened him at all. That seems right. suspect.
1: Yes, it definitely did. And when the prison guard's like, yeah, there's a park down the street, I was like, you're just going to drop your kid off at the park by the prison? What's wrong with you? Thank God she had a friend that met her there to actually take care of her kid. Because I was like, wow, she's making some questionable parenting choices.
0: Yeah. And, and we've seen that before already. Like mm-hmm. where she's like, I'm just going to go to Tennessee. Like, what about your kid? Like she this is someone who we've seen like, oh, yeah, that's right. She does have a kid because we forget yeah. because she just like up and goes, goes here. I'll live in my car in Tennessee if I have to. It's right. like, but what about your kid?
1: Yeah, definitely living life with like reckless abandon when you're like, well, you got to think for two, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's so I don't know. I, uh, it's just it seemed like and and. So I was very confused about the park thing because they didn't just abandon the kid at the park. Right. (laughs) Like, but there was a friend there. So it's like, did she drive with them from where they came from?
1: I was confused a little bit because the way Chelsea described it, I was, she was saying something like, oh, well, my friend like could take care of him. And I thought like in wherever the heck state she's originally from, I was like, oh, in Kentucky? Well... Why did you yeah. do that? And then all of a sudden, the friend was there.
0: Leave him there. It's, yeah, this friend just come with them, and then they play baseball. And yeah. they, they, they just the way they kind of drove to the park, and the friend was just like emerging out of the the uh, uh, pavilion, just like here I am, right.
1: I am here. Uh, well, I, am the I was like, thank uh, God, it's like someone's yes. taking care of this child,
0: <laughs> right? And it, and and that's just that's another presumptuous thing, just to be like, well, I know you're not on the list or anything, but I'm sure they'll just let you in. Like so yeah. many people are just so many people don't get how. On this show, even, don't seem to understand how harsh the prison system is. Oh, I'm sure they'll just – it's like, no, they won't. Like, why would you be sure of that?
1: I could also see her thinking, oh, well, this is like my interpreter, right? And, you know, he's a young child. So what are you really worried about? Like, he obviously doesn't have a criminal record. I don't yeah. think they'll suspect him of being a drug mule. Well, we should certainly well, let's hope, hope not. not. Let's hope yeah. not.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the – um, I just thought – I also thought it was crazy that she didn't know he had a hearing aid.
1: Uh, like yeah. Would, I thought that like, was really sweet, actually.
0: I mean, it, it, do you think – that was like his plan all along was like I'll surprise her when she finally meets me with this. I, I Because you'd know. think it would be like a way to connect to her to be like, oh, you're deaf. Actually, I'm hard of hearing. Like,
1: right. you know? Right. Um. Maybe he doesn't think too much about it because he does mm-hmm. have a hearing aid. Right. You know, and, you know, maybe it's that, you know, he doesn't want to be like, oh, me too. Mine isn't like as bad as yours, you know. Yeah, I can so see that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Just
1: not making a huge deal out of it because to <laughs> he him. want to have like.
0: Stolen right. Valor. Like you're yeah. actually deaf. I just wear a
1: hearing aid. Like, yeah. Itself. but yeah. I, And maybe he didn't know, like, she would appreciate it as much as she did. Mm-hmm. Right. But I do. I think it was a way for them to connect. And she very much appreciated it. And I thought it was really sweet.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we'll see. Because that's a Is he. Wait. Did we hear him talk at all? We had to hear less from him we than we heard did. from anybody.
1: We heard him talk, but it was on the phone with his mom on speakerphone. So we haven't really Mm -hmm. seen him while he's talking.
0: Right, right. All right. So let's go on to the last ones left here in this episode. And that is Melissa and Louie. So Melissa is back in Jersey and she's having coffee with her dad, Ronald. She tells him about the trip and how it verified to her that she's not crazy which Ronald isn't so sure about still. (laughs) I'm not either. She says that she, since she's been back, Louis has convinced her to just trust him, which is she sees is basically her only option. She tells Ronald that she just needs his support and understanding. And he says, while he can offer his support. He doesn't really say much about the understanding part. So she warns him that Donna, Louis' mom, is just a female version of him. And he says, oh, yeah, well, let's get on the phone then. Call her, Mm -hmm. see what's going on. So she does and tries to confirm that they will be going together to Louie's release. Donna's response when she asks that is, yeah, yeah, I'm not bringing you. (laughs) Her dad chimes in to say, I think she should be able to go. And Donna's like, who the hell are you on this speakerphone call that I didn't know was sitting there? (laughs) So Donna says that she doesn't know. She doesn't know that Melissa isn't scamming Louie. And it's it's tricky when, uh. So And for Melissa, she's like, I'm trying to win this woman over, but she's always yelling at me. And I don't know how I can win her over if she's yelling at me. This is hard. And Donna's mostly pissed that Melissa just swooped in one year ago. And now Louie wants to move to Jersey, even though Donna has put in 10 years. Like she built more years on Louie, T- 10 years of her son's life that she's lost. So Ronald think that this is really not up to Donna and it's not Donna's life. It's Melissa and Louie's. And uh, Melissa says she's going to go down there anyway and try to finagle her way into the into the release. So Ronald thinks that if Louis is just going to do what his mommy says, that this relationship is doomed. So Melissa gets the short commercial segment this time. And she spends it talking about how self-conscious Louis is about his meth mouth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like to the point that he consciously hides his teeth when he talks. So he's talked about getting dentures when he gets out. But the teeth on the nightstand idea really freaks her out. Also, the idea that she might accidentally kiss him when he doesn't have teeth in and that would be gross. So at the end, we learn that they're uh, uh, through the title card that their plan is to debut as a couple at their high school reunion.
1: Whose high school reunion?
0: I don't know because they're not in the same year. So I don't know. It's not their high school reunion. All of
1: them. All of the high school reunions. because And I feel like that's not Louie's choice. Louie doesn't give a crap about high school, I don't right? think Louie
0: gives a shit about that high school. No, she it does. doesn't.
1: It's Melissa. She's the one who keeps on bringing it up, bringing up like cheerleaders and yearbooks and, you know, all this stuff because she's the one stuck in the past. Louie, I don't think, really cares.
0: Yeah. And it's like the other thing, too, is like no, high, the high school reunion industry is pretty much dead. Like
1: Yeah, with the advent of uh Facebook, like people were like, eh, Yeah, exactly. I just need to log on to social media and I know what my classmates are doing.
0: Exactly. Like I, I didn't I didn't we they I think they even can't like my twentieth was supposed to ha- happen during COVID. Mm-hmm. And then they were like tried to do it after COVID, They're like, Oh, maybe we can do it the next year. Is anybody interested? And like nobody was interested. Like everyone was yeah. like, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it would be more fun to do, like, a range of years because it's, like, I'm maybe not as connected to, you know, maybe the people, like, a year above me or a year below me. And it might have been more fun to, like, really connect with people that were at the school at the same time but not necessarily, like,
0: Oh, see, my school was the other way because my school was pretty small. Not Mm -hmm. super small. Like, we had 100 in my graduating class. Yeah. Um, But that meant, like, everybody knew everybody. And your friends at school weren't all in your grade. Right. And so like right. the people you might want to like, you might lost touch with that hung you hung out in school, they might have been a year above or a year below you. Like right. that's not unusual.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was active in like other activities and things like that. So sure. and then also my sister was a year younger than me. So it's like I had friends like through my sister and stuff like that. And I'm not as connected to those people. But yeah, it'd be fun to connect with them.
0: All right. But speaking of like ages and stuff, if you listen to Donna's Reasoning, he mm. needs somebody to watch after. I lost 10 years of his life. Yeah. How old would you think this guy is? I
1: don't know. But isn't he like 40?
0: He's 41. So she yeah. lost She lost 10 years of his life. He was a grown ass man. He was 31 right. years old. Yeah, like, mom
1: is a little unreasonable. And especially like she. he's not just moving to – well, I wouldn't think just moving to Jersey because of Melissa. But it's like he's familiar with Jersey too. So she can't like – act like it's not like
0: a random place like like um jessica moving to 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 tennessee or whatever right yeah
1: plus he probably has all the bad influences in georgia because that's where he has been and has all those connections with you know it's like when they say like oh you want to you know surround yourself by the right people or not fall into the old crowd well the old crowds in georgia so go back to jersey
0: I mean, it's one of those things that I, I just feel like we've heard some of the same talking that Donna was doing before. Mm-hmm. And it tends to be those guys. And we've had a couple of them. And I can't remember their names who went to prison when they were like 17.
1: Oh, and right, now they're right. like uh-huh. 30.
0: Right. And they're getting yeah. out for the first. time. They've been in prison their literally entire yeah. adult life. Right. Yeah. And their parents are like, I missed out on all the, the, the high school graduations and the things yeah. and the things. And I missed out on all of the end of their childhood. I'm getting that back. They're coming to me.
1: Right, right,
0: and that that seems like the people, but she's very much controlling. No, I missed out on it. I'm getting it back. You were only here a year ago, but it was like, but he was 31. Like he was right. a grown man for 12 years before yeah. before you lost 10 years of his life.
1: Yeah, I think she's just really, really, really controlling, and yeah. you know, it's just unfortunate. I mean, and her but, dad is
0: right. If the mom is going to be that controlling and she's he's going to yeah. listen to her, and then no, they have no chance.
1: Well, I mean, I was kind of surprised. It They de- certainly made it sound like he had every intention of moving to New Jersey. And so it's like he must have had that conversation with Melissa where she said, oh, this is a deal breaker. And, you know, I have a feeling there was more of a uh, disagreement about all of that. But they seem to have landed where he's going to be in New Jersey.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. At least on the on the on the postcard, it yeah. said that, and it didn't say. Yeah. But I don't know, I, it, it, and you don't know. Maybe he says his mom's a tough customer, but maybe she's always ranted and raved and said things were going to happen that aren't going to happen, that don't end up happening. Right. Maybe that's just her mo.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see that. Also, like Louie, come on, uh, dental implants—they're not a huge deal.
0: I mean, I don't know. I, I I guess well, it depends on what you how bad it is, really.
1: Well, well, it, it made it sound like he got them yanked out because they're like <laughs> the way he described it. Like they're just butchers in there. Like they're not trying to give you quality dental care, so they're just yanking yes. them.
0: Right, but it depends. Your dental implants depend on the health of your jaw and stuff and how well yes. they yanked out and what you've been in there. There's there's other things that might make right. dental implants not an option for him. Mhm.
1: Mhm. Yeah. And
0: yeah, definitely yeah. if it was if meth is the problem, you probably are have some jaw problems.
1: Oh, gosh. All right. So uh, this was the last uh, episode. So we did get to hear from Emily and Dari at least a quick recap or did we not get a card?
0: Emily and Dari, all we got was a title card that says they're still together and she still hasn't visited him. Wow. (laughs) And I imagine we will never hear from them ever again.
1: Well, yeah, because she doesn't sound like the easiest to work with if she's not going to share. So, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't think she's a good candidate to come back. If she's like, you know how I feel about sharing with my relationship. I don't like it. It's like, well, you're on the wrong show. (laughs) You
0: picked the wrong thing to do here. Yeah.
1: But so this is uh, the last episode of this season. So we will have power rankings and we start off with our, uh, I guess, most light to worst light. Yes, uh,
0: most best highest. Yeah, highest quality to lowest quality. Whatever, whatever we decide to rank on, it's all it's right. all very and it very is fluid. Kind
1: of based on personal like opinions. Like uh, yes. sometimes I'm like, I just don't like your face. You're further down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's been right. going to happen.
0: Certainly. Right. And um. Yeah. A good example of that is my number one. My uh-huh. number one is uh, is Censoray, actually. Okay. Uh. Because. I like that she embarrassed Mark. That was pretty fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was going to say, uh, for the same reason, since Ray is higher up on my list, most certainly. But um, I actually went, number one, Justine. I mm-hmm. was trying to think of anything that she really did terribly. And I mean, other than choosing a this situation for herself, which or her situation wasn't as bad as other people's it was, she did mostly okay. I mean, everybody's kind of in the same boat if you're on the show, right? Making those kinds of decisions. Right, everybody,
0: everyone has, yeah, by by, by bare minimum, everyone has either in prison or has chosen to commit themselves to somebody who's in prison. Like one of those two things is true about literally everybody in the show, yes.
1: Right, and so sometimes you're just like, wow, you just seem real naive or real dumb about things, but I mean, she wasn't like making life-altering terrible decisions. So, Justine, and I mean, she was likable enough, so yeah, I, I put her as number one.
0: So Justine was my number two, um, okay. like more or less same reasons. She didn't do anything awful. I mean, she mm-hmm. did. I don't even think doing the thing that he thought was bad, like getting the car checked out, was terrible. Yeah, um, I didn't think so. because so. she
1: turned around and told him immediately. She's like, I don't want to yeah, lie. She was upfront about, about this. it.
0: She she wanted yeah. to take. She wanted to make. Double check on him and and was upfront about it. So yeah, I mean Justine's right there for me too. Number two.
1: Yeah. So my number two was uh, Mikey from Chelsea and Mikey. Uh, you know, at first I think the only thing that would have maybe put him further down is like, oh, he's lying to her. But uh, for it all seem like lying that we you know? <laughs> no, it seemed like he was telling the truth and that he was like legitimately a victim of poor circumstance in the prison. So. I don't know. He and he just seemed like a sweet guy. He's not making terrible decisions that are affecting other people. So I went with Mikey.
0: Uh, Mikey is my number three, right down the okay. ne- next one down. Um, for more or less more or less the same things. He was kind of my neutral. Like, mm-hmm. we don't really know much about him. Like, I even asked, did we even hear this guy talk? Right. Yeah, and so yeah. and 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 once we've established that he was probably not lying about this whole stroke thing, right? Then that doesn't put him down, so there he is. This is my kind right. of neutral is at number three.
1: When Mikey. Yeah, so since Array was my number three, so we pretty much had the top three just in a slightly different order. Um, yeah, for the same reasons that you said, I liked that she uh, really told off Mark and uh, even came back after dumping him just to tell him off a little more. Yeah, right. But, well, it,
0: it, it, she's one of those people that would be like, I moved her down because of her choice of partner. But she didn't even really choose right. him. Like as soon as he yeah. – as soon as they connected, she was like, what? No. That, no, get out of here. You're done. You're
1: like not nah <laughs> this guy. All right. Bye. Uh, okay. Who was your number four?
0: My number four was Michael. Okay. Uh, Justine and Michael just because – I don't know. We're st- we're stuck in this thing. It was like I thought he – I don't liked his don't ask me questions. Right. right <laughs> yeah. Stuff. That was super annoying. Um, I don't like don't ask me questions. I think he obtained these cards with probably ill gotten gains. Um, uh-huh. But that said, like his relationship with Justine is pretty straightforward and seems pretty honest. Right. And he yeah. did apologize. He apologized yes. for being angry at her. Like.
1: Oh, I super appreciated that. Um, I went with Michael as my number five. Okay. Um, and then my number four, I actually went with Chelsea. Uh, if I really, really kind of put them up back to back as, you know, what we went on on the show. Chelsea, more likable. Um, but, you know, I really could have gone either way. Because Chelsea, the way that she handled her situation with her dad and, like, kind of pretend she didn't have a son half the time. It was just like, oh goodness.
0: Yeah, so she's a little bit lower for me for the for some of those reasons. My um yeah. my number five was was Darry. Just because okay. again, this is a guy we don't know much about. Mm-hmm. Right. But he seems to be making an honest attempt with this woman. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's for one way to describe worse, it.
0: <laughs> it is an honest attempt. Um and like and I guess he gets credit for that. I mean, it's a not a good choice of partner. Um, and, you know, he's still kind of getting sucked into some shady shit with smoke and whatever. But he's another one yeah. that we don't really know all that much about. So I didn't really know where no. to stick him, you know?
1: Yeah. Um. So I went – my number six was Melissa. I find her incredibly annoying and delusional. But she had the best of intentions, I guess. I guess. And everyone else just – Treated their partner poorly in some way. And so I feel like that's what kind of separated the first half of my list versus the second half of the list.
0: Oh, yeah, I could see that. So yeah, I I, I Melissa's also my number six. And mm-hmm. I would say that we, you know, we we went on Melissa a lot during during the season, yeah. but that's because she's annoying. She is right? so it's, her, her stupidity yeah. is annoying. It's not. Yes. It's not malicious. Right. It's right, not. Right. She's not. We've had plenty of dumb people here. Right. Mm-hmm. And most of the dumb people that we rank really low are dumb and like malicious about it. Like they're right. so dumb that they hurt everyone around them. And she yeah. doesn't do that.
1: Right. Right. So, yeah, she's just. Uh, yeah, she's annoying. Uh, my number seven is Louie. I mean, I guess the only thing that we could really argue that he's done poorly is kind of telling everyone what they want to hear, mm-hmm. and then getting super defensive.
0: Right, it's the getting defensive part. Yeah, that, that got it. It's the telling two different people two different stories. Yeah, right. We've seen yeah. that. We're like, well, I'll tell her. I'll tell her. She's gonna be the one I'm living with. I'll tell her. She's gonna be living with, and they'll figure it out. Like, right. I'll just I'll just let them do it. That kind of that kind of nonsense, and uh, you know. Yeah, some, some, yeah, just dishonesty and defensiveness is, yeah. is knocked him down. Um, so that's where, and then on for eight, that's where I put Chelsea. And I just, okay. I think I just put more stock in her not being a team. I feel like, sorry, you, you're putting herself before her kid, it seems like most yes. of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then that thing, and then that juvenile. My dad is me, 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 me. Like rebelling against her dad, like right. locking the door, like the weird stuff she fought with her dad. I was like, are you 14? Did you just like Drug. run away and slam the door on your dad? You can't tell yeah. me what to do, dad. Mm. Like and so <laughs> like that that kind of attitude that 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 right. put her lower for me.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Um I went number eight, Darry. Um, I mean, how he treated Emily on this show was fine that we saw. But it was, you know, the fact, or if we are to believe Emily's side of the story, Dari didn't always treat her so well. That's the reason why he's, uh, you know, in the position that he's in because he feels like he's making it up to her because he cheated on her.
0: Yeah, yeah maybe. So. Yeah. So yeah, my my next couple, they I mean they started with Chelsea, and then uh, the next ones are b- very much in common. My number nine. Mm-hmm. Is Jessica. And it's all about the people who are like abandoning, like leaving their families, yes. like, like forgetting right. about their families so they can go be with this person and, yeah. and put make this person their priority. And that 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 is I just that that really rubs me the wrong way and really makes it move down my list.
1: Right. No, I actually agree with you. Jessica's my number 10. Uh, but uh, I think the reason why Jessica's further down than Chelsea for me is because. It's not that they did completely different things. I think it was just more prominent and front and center in Jessica's storyline, right? So you're just like, wow, she is abandoning her daughter. Even Mm -hmm. though I guess in the whole grand scheme of things, like abandoning your seven-year-old son, way worse than abandoning (laughs) your close to 18-year-old daughter. Uh, But my number nine was Dustin. And the reason why Dustin ranks a tiny bit higher than Jessica – Uh, Is because, you know, his decisions, like, yeah, they kind of in the end uh, affect other people. But I mean, like, they don't have to. Those people are making decisions for themselves, whereas Jessica's decisions are affecting someone, you know, like a minor child. So.
0: Yes. I mean, okay, so Dustin's a little bit lower for me. Uh, My 10, my 10 was Thai because she's doing the same thing. Right. Forget ignoring her daughter putting other people before her and again she's in that melissa vein where most of the stuff she does is weird and annoying
1: i have her much lower and it's mostly because she's like violent and she's teaching her child to be violent as well
0: (laughs) yeah i mean yes i could see that but I have her, that's where she is for me. I just, Yeah. It, we didn't even, and maybe it's a little bit of a sliding scale because I feel like we've seen much worse tie than we saw this time. Yeah. We saw weird tie this time mm-hmm. more. We, we only saw a viol- vi- tie flip one table and knock over one lamp in a table. Gosh. <laughs> like, so, yeah. of all things considered. But, um, all right, so where do we have? Did we get your number 10?
1: Uh, yeah, 10 was, I went 9, 10, Dustin, Jessica.
0: Okay. So, my 11 is Dustin. And okay. and he's lower just because, I mean, yes, ultimately it's Jessica's decision. But a he mm-hmm. lied to her about his drugs. Like, yeah from the from the gut she she was like I could never date somebody who's addicted to drugs. He could, definitely doesn't have a drug problem, and he has a huge drug yeah, problem. Yeah,
1: but if he's on drugs when he's telling her the lies, it's like I don't know. <laughs> and and like and the
0: other thing too is is. Then, yeah, if he's not going to be able to do that for her, then it, I don't know. It, it, it To me, it's just like I felt like he lied. He should have it, – it, the whole thing should have been like, yeah, I'm clean. I'm going to get off. We're going to get out. I'm going to get out. I'm going to get out. It's a lie. You're lying to her. His, their entire yeah. relationship was based on his lies. And so that yeah. makes it work. That makes him – he was the one that was lying, not her. Um, so that, make, yeah. that makes him lower than Jessica in my book.
1: Right. OK. So uh, number 11 for me was Emily. Um she is hasn't done anything technically illegal. Uh but she's certainly set up where she's threatening it. And I don't know if that's what's kind of keeping Dari around, but yeah, mm-hmm. she's a terrible partner.
0: Oh yeah, awful. So she's lowered on mine. So yeah. <laughs> we get to her when we get to her. All right. So my twelve was Hottie. Um
1: yeah. Well, mine, too, because terrible partner,
0: terrible, awful partner. Like what this I mean, come on. This guy literally engaged. It proposed to two people at once. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like he's just an off and then was like, well, how are you even talking to her? If you didn't talk to her, you wouldn't know that. Like, it's, he's just, <laughs> yeah. he's just he's just an, he there's I don't he did nothing redeemable. The only yeah. thing we know about him is he lied and proposed to two women. Yeah, well, he's my number 12, too. Kind of just emotionally emotionally damaged both of them.
1: Right. Well, my 13 is Ty because, you know, as much as we get on Hottie's case for being a bad partner, it's like Ty's doing the same damn thing, right? Um, Yeah, that's true. She's not, you know, proposing to multiple people, but she hasn't proposed to anyone. But it's like she's playing so many guys. She even says that she's playing a game. It's like and on top of that. She really is. It's like a game to her. It's like she had to win against Boston. She gets violent. Um, she's, you know, uh, demonstrating and like modeling those same behaviors for her daughter. She her daughter is like crying for attention. It's like she's an awful mother based on what her daughter has said. It's like, no, she's a terrible human being. <laughs>
0: yeah. know, um, so my 13 and I. I. There's one left for you and I. That's exactly what I thought it would be, and yeah. it's Mark. Uh,
1: okay, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh God, I hate that um,
0: guy. I know you hate that guy. I mean, he did. We talked extensively about like what a he's a creep.
1: Yes.
0: He's he's dumb. Like yes. he.
1: But he thinks he has an inflated sense of self, so he thinks he's much smarter than he everyone. Has inflated else.
0: Inflated sense of self. He's yeah. he, he's a game player. Like he he's is. A, he's a game player. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know if you want to add to that. No, I
1: mean, those are all the things that bother me about Mark. He's, yeah, he's so annoying. Just personally, he is annoying.
0: Yeah. Okay, so speaking of people that are annoying, my last one's Emily. She annoyed (laughs) the piss out of me. I couldn't stand (laughs) seeing her on my screen. Her, like, the way she kind of cocked her head back and, like, smirked when she talked all the time. I was like, what are you doing? And then at the end of the day... Honestly, the reason she's below, you're right. She may be scamming money from this dude who yeah. she is a partner with and is demanding things from him and won't even fucking visit. Like, right. Right, And 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 so there's a good chance she's scamming this guy. And yeah. at the end, the end the word thing that they put at the bottom for me is why did you Why are you audition on this show? to be on this show right. to not Makes talk no about sense. your relationship?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, you are just, you're a fraud. She's a fraud from top to bottom. Everything she does is a fraud.
1: I don't disagree with any of those things. And so
0: that's why she's last for me.
1: (laughs) Right. Okay. Well, we are mostly done with this group. It looks like we will see uh, Justine and Michael. Uh, Are we starting next week or do we have a week break? Nope. It's starting next week. Yeah. Okay. So we're starting next week. It looks like we'll also see Chris and Gabby. Uh, as a repeat uh, couple, and those were the only ones that I really recognized.
0: Yes, those are the only repeats. Everybody else is okay. new. Okay,
1: all right. So should be interesting because you know what I really realized, especially you know after going through a season like this, is mm-hmm. uh, you know people that are on it the second time, right? Mm-hmm. It's like usually it's just like we're done. Like Ty and Hottie, it was just like I was done with their storyline before it even began.
0: You know, yes. and
1: it's 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 like we just need fresh couples. Yeah.
0: Yes. We always need fresh couples.
1: Right. I looked forward to seeing this show. I didn't look forward to Ty and Hottie segments, but that was the only one. And that's only one of seven couples. Like, I was fine with that. But it's just like, let's like this particular group. Like, I just I no repeats.
0: Yeah, no, we don't need any. I don't need any yeah. of them back. Um, yeah. I mean, Justin and Michael, we obviously got just because they he's actually – going Coming to be out, yeah. out of prison. Right. Yeah. But yeah. yeah.
1: We'll see. We'll see if they're entertaining enough for another season. It, it no. really also depends on what storyline they're going to focus on.
0: For sure. For sure. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, I imagine it, I I imagine it's going to be kids stuff. Right, blending
1: the families, but yeah. even that—that's not exactly like the most exciting thing. I mean, it's certainly necessary in life, but, oh, but ne- it's the most never, exciting You never thing know to watch.
0: when you're gonna have like one of the one of my favorite scenes is that one where we had the guy who came in, like, and told her there's a spot on your oven. You didn't clean it
1: good enough. becoming oh, <laughs> <laughs> home from person. Oh, my goodness. All right. Okay. So we will be back next week with a whole new cast. Oh, wait. Did you want to do life lessons?
0: Life lessons? Oh, I
1: completely forgot about that. Uh, Yes. Uh, What was your life lesson?
0: I mean, it's basically the premise of a show, but, you know, it seems pretty simple, but you actually (laughs) have to meet someone and know them in person before you can commit to marrying them. Like actually physically being with them in the same room is a pretty good and pretty crucial test of your compatibility.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Um, So my life lesson was uh, geared towards Jessica mostly, although arguably could be applied to other people's lives as well your life shouldn't be completely different especially for the worse just because you are with someone and if it is maybe you shouldn't be with that person
0: yes if they objectively make the material conditions of your life worse yes maybe mm-hmm. that's a sign yeah
1: <laughs> right right okay so uh, we will be back again next week with a all new season of Love After Lockup so until that's right. then
0: okay we'll see you right. again okay right, bye, bye good